The In Between Fantasy Football Podcast, Season 4. Let's go, baby. Yeah. There was a time I had trouble talking about it Congratulate them, we know they doubted Somehow we made it up out the pit Back against the wall, never quit Traversing through each obstacle Show a non-believer what's possible Let nothing they could do stand In between me and my wildest dreams Let's go and that come at us could come in between Life gave me the worst Yet my side grew so green We've been down in the dirt Been tossed in the trash But I never strayed from my path When we're gone we looking back maybe we were all way too high maybe that's our fault it's gonna be a crazy time but it's gonna be a fun time life is boring if you don't take some chances and do some things outside the box your destination for both some feel good lifestyle advice and some fancy football advice all right all right all right it is feel good friday november 4th this is the in between fantasy football podcast back with you riding that good wave into week nine I'm your friendly host, your friendly fantasy football degenerate friend, Seth Wilcock. I am joined by the voice of Colorado and also the tight end collector of fantasy football <laughs> leagues, Nate Polvote. Today, guys, we have an awesome show lined up for you today. Thursday night football recap, start sits, sure things, sleepers of the week. It's going to be a loaded one, Nate. But before we jump into that, how are you today as we transition out of this busy fall season into a busy holiday one? Well, it snowed yesterday, got like four inches. It sucked. It was cold. It's cold today, but at least it's sunny. Uh, Stoked for this weekend. We've got some good games on this slate. Got some tough bye weeks too, but I think it's going to be a good week for fantasy. And we started off with a pretty great game unexpectedly last night. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a good Thursday night one from Herbie and the boys up there. Nate, before we jump into things today, can you let our listeners know what guests are coming on today and when we can expect them, please? Yes, so I am very excited for our guest slate today. First, in about 10 minutes, we've got the one and only Joey Wright from Front Yard Fantasy. We're going to be doing some start-sit questions, talking about some players. Then at 2.10 p.m. Eastern, the godfather of fantasy football analysis, the one, the only, the diehard Bob Harris is going to join us with his sleeper of the week. Awesome. We're looking forward to that. Welcome into the in-between media family. We appreciate you guys tuning in each and every Friday with us. Um, If you guys are new here, welcome in. This is your dose of feel-good lifestyle advice mixed with that fantasy football advice that you need to hear. If you guys have any questions, please drop those in the chat. We will get to those in just about 10 minutes with our friend Joey Wright. If you guys are new to the channel, if you guys haven't been here before and you want to support us, please subscribe to this channel. It helps us grow, helps us continue to bring you content more and more often. Nate, um, it looks like we have some, uh, some fellow IBT family already in the chat today. We have Albert. Good afternoon, IBT. Good afternoon to Albert. Always so polite. And then we have a question here from our guy, Giovanni, as well. We will get to that in just a little bit, man. Hang out with us and we will get to that. Nate, but I want to talk about this Thursday night football game because it was one that was pretty fun for once, a competitive game. Texans, they gave them all they could handle in the first half. Credit to Davis Mills, how he came out in the game. And if you listen to that halftime report, kind of what they said is Davis Mills needs to have a clean second half for them to walk away with the victory. He couldn't get it done, couldn't convert on third down. Two for nine on the entire game for Davis Mills. Two ugly interceptions as well. He didn't have a lot of help out there, Nate. So what was your overall takeaways from this game, good and the bad? I kind of I liked what we saw out of Davis Mills. 
and you, you made a perfect point. This is a bad team. The only thing they have going for him is Damian Pierce. That's it. But Damian Pierce has been fantastic. He looked fantastic He's last gone. night. Yes. And this is a Philly team. Seth, I don't know that they're going to lose in the regular season. I think I think they'll catch a loss, whether that's one of those divisional games they have later on in the season. But, I mean, they do look great. And I'm not surprised they're at this point. When we were doing our projections earlier this summer, Philly had a great opening schedule. The road does get a little bit tougher, but but they made it count. And let, let's start with the Texans then, Nate. Let's break this down from a fantasy football perspective. Davis Mills, you said you were impressed. I have my moments with him that I am impressed, but he was 13 for 20, 20 or for 22, 154 yards, two picks, two touchdowns. He looked great at times. Like some of the throws were on point, but it's tough when there's no Brandon Cook sitting out, mm -hmm. when Nico Collins is injured. I think at best, though, Davis Mills for his NFL career is an average quarterback at best. Um, but as far as fantasy terms, I think we're staying away from him. But do you have any interest in Philip Dorsett? Any interest in Chris Moore? Moore was four for 43 and one. Dorsett, three for 69. These are both journeymen wide receivers, Nate. We've seen them bounce all over the place before being here in Houston. Do you have any hope for them? Because we don't know if Brandon Cooks will be back. Well, so first, I don't think Brandon Cooks is going to come back. I think this is a holdout. I think he's angry and he can't go back on what he said on social media. And he made it very clear he was upset. That said, I think these guys, like if you have a, a bench stash spot that you don't mind holding on to a guy, see what happens the next two weeks with these guys, if this is consistent, because I feel like this team is going to just kind of roll back into running the ball more often. And I don't know that these guys have consistent value. Yeah, I'm totally with you there, Nate. I can't trust Chris Moore or Philip Dorsett. Damian Pierce, though, we can trust for the Texans, and he has been fantastic so far this season. He goes 27 for 139 last night. No targets for the first time all season. I didn't love seeing that, but still over 13 PPR points over the last six games. I mean, he is a low-end RB1 at this point. He was already RB10 on the season coming into it, Nate. I, I think you're pretty locked into Damian Pierce. They're giving him the workload, obviously. Nate, as far as the Eagles, they, they had a really nice game on the ground, and you can run all over the Texans' defense. I think that's maybe one of the biggest takeaways, again, from this game. They had over allowed over 1,200 rushing yards coming into this game only playing seven. The next closest was like the Packers with 900 something. So they're a really bad run defense. You can run after this team. Miles Sanders, he proved that 17 for 93 and one on the day for Miles Sanders, Nate. Um, only just one target for him in the last three games. So I'm kind of thinking despite the good rushing we've seen from him, maybe should we move Miles Sanders while he's high right now? He's got the Giants, Chicago, Dallas, and the Saints coming up. Chicago's the only plus matchup there. You know, I think so, because we've seen this out of Sanders and with Sirianni even last season where it looked it like, oh, Miles Sanders, he's finally going to be involved. He's gone. So he's had a couple of big weeks. He looks like he's involved for now. I would sell. Get what you can, because his value is higher than it's going to be probably the rest of the season. at this Yeah, point. Like, like I'm not advising you. If no one's going to give you anything great for him, that's fine. But there are some really RB needy teams out there, and you could maybe flip him, package him with another wide receiver, another running back, and maybe just get yourself a, a stud. I like Sanders. He's still an RB2, I think, the rest of the way. But I think his, his value is at its peak. As far as Jalen Hurts, man, he, he's been great as well. It seems like you know, halfway through that third quarter, he had about five fantasy points and then he ends it with 20. I mean, I, I think that's the, how we kind of see Jalen hurts here, even when it's not so pretty, it, he ends up on the stat sheet pretty well for him. 21 for 27, 243 yards, two touchdowns. Didn't do much on the ground, Nate, but a really nice day overall for him. Yeah. I mean, this offense is just good. These are good players that you want to be starting every week. Dallas Goddard had a 
nice night. He had a couple nice. I just, I really like this team. I like this offense more than I expected. Way more than I expected. Yeah, D- Dallas Goder goes for uh, eight for nine for one hundred and one. Yep. Right now, he has over nine PPR points in every game but one far this season. Nate, I think Dallas Goddard is a top three tight end rest of the way, depending on on where you want to view George Kittle. But I I think right now it's and Mark Andrews is even a little sketchy right now, so I don't know if I want to rank him above Andrews. But it's Kelsey, and then I think it's a tier of Mark Andrews, uh, George Kittle, and and Goddard here. I mean, he's been phenomenal, Nate. Would you rank him in that group as well, rest of the season? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm concerned about Mark Andrews too. Um, this injury seems to be kind of hampering him a bit, and they're starting to lean on guys like Isaiah Likely. Um, but with Bateman out, if he comes back healthy, I think he's probably still my number two. But I buy Goddard at three, easy. So we have a question here from Albert. What are you guys doing with Devonta Smith? And Devonta Smith was the one disappointing factor last night, Nate. Two for 22 for Devonta Smith. So he kind of let you down. And he's going to have these games. This is kind of mm-hmm. the player he is. He's a little bit up and down. Um, and especially with A.J. Brown there and Dallas kind of having the big night that he did, I think he kind of got lost in it. But I think they knew coming into this as well, Miles Sanders was going to have a huge workload because this is the Texans they're playing. So Albert, I'm I'm encouraging you not to panic on on Devonta Smith. Don't sell him for cheap. They have a couple nice matchups coming up as far as Chicago and the Saints have been pretty vulnerable at times to wide receivers. So I'm not panic selling Devonta Smith yet. I still think he's a boomer bust wide receiver too. You just have to you know compensate in your lineup. Make sure you have someone who's consistent if you are playing him to do that volatility. Nate, how do you feel about that? So I think we kind of knew this was going to be a bust game for Devonta because of the game script against Houston. Like you said, we knew that they were going to just probably pound him with Miles Sanders. Thought we'd see a little bit more Jalen Hurts rushing. We didn't. But like you said, he's a boom bust. You don't want to panic. This was just a game script that didn't favor Devonta Smith. They weren't going to throw the ball enough for him to have enough volume to be relevant this week. It happens, but don't panic. Because next week he, he'll probably ball out. And it wasn't a huge night for A.J. Brown either. Just four for 59, but he did get the one big score. So it was really good to see that. Guys, I'm seeing some questions coming in. I'm seeing some new faces in the chat. We will get to your questions here in just one second. Nate, I think we kind of capped it here for Thursday Night Football Recap. Eagles, they're awesome. Play their their receivers, play their their players overall. As far as the Texans, it's Damian Pierce or Bust right now. Yep, you nailed it. All right, guys, let's jump into some matchup management and get to these questions. Who you got? got? Matchup management. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? We're gonna tell you that right now. And to do that, we're gonna bring in a very special guest. He is a very knowledgeable analyst who delivers it in hilarious fashion over there at Front Yard Fantasy. But generally, he is just a nice human being. He is the one, the only, the Joey Wright. What's up, Joey? How's it going, guys? Good, good, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, this is my last show before the weekend, and I'm actually heading to the Buccaneers-Rams game this weekend. Um, my buddy invited me to come Ooh. along with his dad's in real estate, and they actually have a box. So I'm going to be sitting in a box Ooh. game, like, you know, like living it up. So I'm really excited, uh, but glad to be here with you guys before I head out for the weekend. Congrats, That's, man. That yeah. is awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's going to be a hell of a time. 
be safe out there, but enjoy it, man. How are things over at FYF? I know you guys are busy. You guys got, got, got content on the YouTube channel every single second, it seems like. Yeah, we we are having a blast over there. Uh, we've got the morning show every day from, uh, what is it, 7 to 10 every morning. So JL and Simon and Andrew Cooper actually joins them for that. Um, Coop's on vacation right now, so I've been filling in. I was in uh, three times this week. And then not next week, but the following week, I'm on every day. So look Ooh. forward to that. Uh, got start sitting the salutations going on that I do with front yard fantasy. Um, got an episode coming up the week of the 15th of November. So, uh, okay. Going to visit my buddy Shamu. So it should be a pretty fun episode. There we go. That's what yeah. we like to hear, man. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. Um, we got a lot of Thank questions you. in the yeah. chat. Anyone who, who doesn't have your question in right now, keep them coming. I want to start with the one that was at the top of the show here from our guy, Giovanni. Michael Carter or Romeo Dobbs? Man, Romeo Dobbs, I feel like it's hard to sit this week. He was really good last week. He's got a pretty nice matchup this week. How do you feel about this one, Joey, starting you off with a ripper? Yeah, so I'm actually really happy to roll out Romeo Dobbs. I got him as like a borderline uh, wide receiver too this week. Um, I, I had him a little higher, but it does look like Alan Lazard is going to play this week. So I bumped Dobbs down a little bit because I do prefer Lazard in this game. However, I think this is a get-right game for Green Bay. And I can see Aaron Rodgers slinging the ball to both of them. Yeah. Nate, how do you feel about this one? Because I'm normally not too excited to roll out my running backs against the Bills here. Any hope for Michael Carter? Are you agreeing with uh, with Joey here? No, I'm with Joey. Uh, the, Detroit's defense is just all around in every facet of the game bad. And Aaron Rodgers needs to ball out this week. He needs it for this team needs a big win. And this is a week they can get it. And Dobbs will be a huge part of their game script, I believe. Okay, so we're going Romeo Dobbs against the Lions. Um, Michael Carter, I think he's just a floor play at this point. He, he doesn't really have that that upside that Brees Hall did. Here we got one from our guy, Blurpy. What's up, Blurpy? Appreciate you making us a part of your Friday. Any trade ideas to get Keenan Allen? Looking to buy low since he still could be out for a while more, but need to, to take a risk at wide receiver. His RBs are stacked. So this is an interesting question because I am not looking to go out and get Keenan Allen with the setbacks he's, he keeps having. Joey, am I looking at this wrong? And is Blurpy, you think, onto something here? No, I don't think you're looking at it wrong. I'd like to know what Blurpy's record is because if he's got like a six and two record or a seven and one record, hey, Blurpy, I hope you're eight. No, this might be a move I make where I take a little bit of my running back depth and go grab Keenan Allen and sit on him for a few weeks mm -hmm. where I don't necessarily need him right now to make the playoffs, but I'll have him for a good playoff run. But if he's any anywhere near 500, I don't think I'd make this move. Nate, how are you feeling about it? I'm right there with Joey. I this is it's a brilliant playoff play if you can get him for cheap. But if you're not in contention, it just this isn't going to help you win more and get in contention. So right now he's saying his running backs are Cook, Henry, Etienne, and Kamara, so he can play all four RBs. Blurpy, can you let us know who your wide receivers are by chance? Because that would also kind of help us out a little bit. Um, I just struggle, guys, because like. I wouldn't be giving any of those running backs up not at all for like any, like really if I'm getting a stud wide receiver back maybe, but I think you can get someone a little better than, uh, than Keenan Allen here. So it's not a bad play blurpy. We, we, we don't hate it. Um, I just think you can do maybe a little bit better, but the, the matchups are great too. Same with Mike Williams. If you want to target Mike Williams, who I think I rather almost have Mike Williams, I think in the playoffs guys, just cause we've seen it this year from him and he does have that explosive upside. The playoff matchup is great. I just made a trade for Mike Williams this week. So you're on to something there, man. Um, looks like he has D-Hop, Amon Ra, and Pittman. 
I would almost look to move Pittman. Like if you want to yeah. move someone on your team, I would get out of Pittman while he still has some value. Try and get get something out of him. You got a good team there, buddy. Though. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, man. Congrats. Here we have James Freeman in the chat. What's up, James? Appreciate you making us part of your Friday. Zay Jones right now. Okay. Zay Jones, Matt Hollins, and Michael Pittman Jr. Who's he starting? I think it's the start-sit question for this week. Nate, how are you feeling about it? I'm kind of scared off of Pittman with Ellinger. Um, I'd probably go Matt Hollins, actually, this week. I kind of I, I don't know. I have a sneaky feeling about Hollins this week. Pittman is going to be facing two of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. Jack Jones, somehow the rookie for the Patriots, is just the number one cornerback in football right now, according to PFF. And they also have uh, the other Jones on the opposite side of him as well. Joey, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I mean, if I'm looking at my rankings, I still have Pittman above both of these guys. I'm a little nervous for the matchup with Pittman, but I mean, he did have nine targets last week. Um, I might lean Zay Jones over Hollins, to be honest, because this this Raiders offense is just it's got me flustered. I don't know what's going on. On paper, it looks fantastic, uh, but it's not really been showing up other than Josh Jacobs, not last week, but before that. Yeah, I, I'm i probably with you. I think I still have to roll out Pittman. I mean, it's a scary matchup here, but at the end of the day, these other, these other options aren't that great either. And if there is one that I think has a really nice floor this week out of all of them, I think it is Zay Jones if you need a floor play here, Joey, just because they have been that the Raiders so susceptible to the pass this year, almost every quarterback has gone off against them. So I think we could see Trevor Lawrence have one of his better days on the season. You convinced me. All right. We're flipping <laughs> Nate's opinion. Let's go baby. All right. So here we have uh, another question here back from uh, Giovanni. Would you be trading Michael Carter and Robert Tanyan for Hawkinson? Do you think that's a good idea or a reach PPR redraft? Hmm. That's uh that's an interesting one. How do you feel about this, Joey? I do think Hawkinson's a little bit of an upgrade, but I don't know if I want to shell out my RB depth right now. Yeah, because I do think Michael Carter is the running back one in this offense for the Jets. I mean, I think James Robinson's definitely going to get mixed in, but so I don't know if mm, it is an upgrade, but yeah, I, I think I would probably just hold for now, especially this week with Robert Tony. He's about to have a really good game, I think, against Detroit. Yep, I, I agree with you yeah. there. Here we have one from, let's go to Ulysses. Trade Chris Godwin for Gabe Davis in full PPR league. <laughs> I, I think this depends what you want here. Nate, you've been, Nate's emotions with Gabe Davis throughout your entire fantasy analyst career have been up and down, up and down, roller coaster ride. Where are you at on him now, Nate? Because he is a super boom bust player. But when you get those boom games, it, it could be a week winner or a league winner type of week. And that's the thing. And I'm, I don't like Chris Godwin in Tampa Bay. I don't like the situation in Tampa Bay with that offense. Tom Brady's falling apart. They're not going to pivot off of him. And if you have Gabe Davis in a boom week, you're winning your league. You're winning your matchup that week. I probably I would do this. I'm also I'm crazy, but I would do it. Okay. Okay. How do you feel, Joey? Uh, fun fact: Gabe Davis is my daughter's uh, caretaker, like at their daycare. It's her nephew. That's that's kind of neat little fact. Okay. Okay. Um, so, um, I haven't got an autographed ball or helmet yet, though. I'm kind of like very slowly <laughs> angling for it, but we'll see yes. what happens. Um, I would actually rather have Chris Godwin on this. That then maybe a little bit plain from my heart, since I am a Bucks fan. But listen, I think Godwin could have a great season rest away. I really do, and I understand that the boom bust for Gabe Davis, but Chris Godwin is an, a reception machine. So 
I would prefer Godwin in this, but I don't, I understand wanting to make this trade. I almost think if I was going to, if I was going to have Chris Godwin, I was going to make this trade. I'd almost want a little something back with Gabe Davis, in my opinion, whether that's another wide receiver, I can play it, maybe a running back. I, I don't mind doing this trade, but I do think you're losing some stable production from, from Chris Godwin to Gabe Davis. So I would ask for maybe a little bit back, maybe just something else that can sweeten the deal for us. And then I would make that trade. Appreciate all the questions from all the new face in the chat today, guys. Blurpy, James, Ulysses. Um, this has been awesome, guys. We're going to keep answering your questions. If you guys are new to the channel, please like and subscribe. It helps us continue to bring you more and more content as we move forward here. So it looks like we have one here from James. Um, let's see. Sup, buddy. Probably Alan Robinson on this one. <laughs> okay, so uh, audio listeners in the chat, I, I'm not really sure of this question. Sup, buddy, or Alan Robinson. So I'm not really sure. Maybe that was a, a typo there. Is that someone's nickname and like an old man? I don't get it. <laughs> That's my biggest fear in this community is because like, I'm I'm one of the older ones. So like the sometimes there's terminology thrown around and I'm just like, huh? What? So, yeah. Joey, talk old. talk to me when you're I'm, 40, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I turned 40 this year. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. So, you know, I forgot. So I always think you're like 32, 33, 34. Cause you look so youthful. Oh, Joseph. thank you. Somebody came on our show and thought I was 26 and oh boy, I slept good that night. I, <laughs> I was big smile. I was so happy. <laughs> I love it. So we have a, we have a package here that uh blurpy could give up Antonio Gibson and Kenyon Drake for Keenan Allen. If you wanted to make that trade, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. Um, I still think you could maybe get something back with Allen as well, to be honest, because Gibson's been on a little bit of a tear. Um, here we have a question here from our guy, Chris. What's up, Chris? Good to see you back Chris. in the chat, as always, our friend. He's uh, getting sick of Swift's weekly injury report attendance rate. In a keeper league, would you be looking to move him? Chris, I, I would absolutely be looking to move Swift, depending on where you drafted him and what kind of value you're getting back. I don't mind moving off Swift right now. I just traded for Jamal Williams this week in a couple leagues, guys, because I was worried that this could happen with Swift. Nate, you and I have been saying to sell Swift for a, a couple weeks now. I think if he goes out and has a nice game, you should consider it. How do you feel about it? I 100% agree. Jamal Williams, we we talked about this week one, week two, week three. I feel like we've talked about it almost every week. Jamal Williams is the red zone back in this offense. He's going to get more opportunity to score the touchdowns in short range. And DeAndre Swift, like, he's just not staying on the field. If he has a good week this week, move off of him if you can. Yeah. So here we go here with Gucci TMP. He's asking Cordell Patterson playing right now. We I haven't seen a confirm that he is playing, but I, I know he is supposed to play. And I saw a quote from him yesterday that he feels about 90%. So, oh, yeah. Is that have you guys seen anything else that we can help out Gucci over here? Oh, I checked in on um on uh Sports Edge right before I came on the show just to make sure I was up to date on news, and there was nothing about Patterson. That was one of the things I went and looked for. And okay, looking yeah. at it again, I don't see anything. The last thing I saw was that Arthur Smith said that they would probably wait until tomorrow to make a decision on whether or not he's playing. So uh, okay, it's don't up, we it's just up love in the air. Saturday decisions. They're the yeah. they're the best, really. <laughs> So I will say, all I'll say is like, how are you guys feeling about Cordell Patterson this week? Are you trying to get him into your lineup? I don't think we'll see him at a full workload, especially with how much they've been using Huntley and Algier. Like Joey, what's your degree of confidence? And do you have like, where do you have Patterson ranked this week? Would you say? So I don't, have I even ranked Patterson yet? I have not ranked him yet. Okay. I'm waiting for the news to come through. But my general rule of thumb 
uh, with players returning from an injury is if you have somebody comparable, don't risk it. Like I like the talent of Patterson. I really do. If he's 90%, I'm happy to start him. If I need him, we're on a bye week where there's six teams on bye. So this might be a situation where you do have to start him. But if you have somebody, let's say he does start and you've got a Devin Singletary or a Jamal Williams, I would start them over him. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm probably with you on that. Nate, are you, are you following Joey's lead on that one? Yes, absolutely. You said everything I was going to say. I stole your notes before the show. (laughs) We we got Dave in the chat today saying he's going to be on time for the show. And then a jar of pickled jalapenos fell out of the fridge. Oh Oh. no. Glass and spicy juice everywhere. Yeah, that is a, that's a rough one for you, Dave. We appreciate you uh, tuning in though. Guys, keep the questions coming too. We'll, uh, we'll be sure to answer as many as we can for you. We've one back here from Ulysses. I'm trying to trade for Nick Chubb. Is this enough? Would you accept this? Najee Harris, Chris Godwin, and Dawson Knox, I probably wouldn't accept that personally. I, I don't think Dawson Knox is really, unless you're in a, a tight end premium league, has any value. He's a streamer. Chris Godwin, we kind of talked about him. I'm mid on him rest of the way. And Najee Harris, I think it could get better for Harris here without Claypool, but I'm still not. I don't think unless I'm desperate for a running back, I'm accepting that. How do you feel, Joey? So if you're, if you're trying to get Chubb, I think – to make this trade, you're going to have to wait a little bit because I do think Najee does have not this week, but the following two weeks, he does have two really juicy matchups. And if he puts up some good points, you'd be able to make this trade. Dawson Knox does nothing for me. If the guy you're sending him to does something for him to get this deal done, go ahead and do it. Um, but yeah, I would say you might have to wait a little bit to get it done. Yeah. The, the value for Nick Chubb is just so high right now. I think, I think you need like, I don't fat, like put any of those guys as like a top 40 player rest of season. I think you almost need to put one top 40 player in there to get it done. Um, how do you feel about it, Nate? If I'm the Chubb manager and I look at this, I, I have a hard time trusting Najee Harris. I still think that he's being hampered by that foot injury. I think he's not talking about it. I think he's trying to play through it. Plus that offensive line is just so bad. I need, if I'm the Chubb manager, I need more to make this move. But like Joey said, after this week, Harris has two favorable matchups. So if he's on the field, then you might be able to get it done in two weeks. Okay. Okay. Good advice there, guys. Um, we have a question here from Gucci. We kind of touched on this earlier in the show, Nate, but we can we can talk about it again for our guy Gucci. Um, he's asking, should he trade Sanders? So Miles Sanders, he came out. He had a great game last night. Um, however, Nate and I talked about this, Joey, and I'd love to get your input on it as well. Miles Sanders had one target in the last three games. So like, He's not really getting used in that that role. Are you worried at all? And would you be taking this as an opportunity to maybe sell Sanders high? It, it depends what you can get. I, I said last night before the game, and I still have the exact same feelings. When there is a run week matchup, Sanders is a great play, and you're going to love to have him in there. And Philadelphia's schedule going forth is really nice. <laughs> um, but if you can move him for, let's say somebody wants to give you, a, I don't think you get Jalen Waddle, but maybe a lower receiver plus him to get Jalen Waddle. I would do something like that, but um, I think it's one of the, he's a RB one and the matchups are good, but if the matchup's just decent, he's just kind of like a border. He's a RB two. Basically okay. that's how I'm viewing him rest of the season. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to keep waiting for some more questions to come in. And as we do that, I did want to touch on a couple quarterbacks that I'm pretty high on this week. And the first one here is Kirk Cousins, guys. He's my start of the week. Um, featured him on my start sit in Seth column yesterday. 
And I love what Kirk Cousins has been doing so far this season. And we got a little bit of a revenge narrative here. Nate, how do you feel about Kirk Cousins heading back to Washington? I I like him. I like him this week. I like that they added Hawk. I think Hawk's going to be more involved than people are expecting out of the gate. And I'm I'm starting Kirk Cousins this week against Washington. Joey, how are you feeling about Kirk Cousins? He hasn't been explosive. He hasn't had over 24 PPR points in a game yet. However, he has been super consistent as of late, averaging 20.7 PPR points over his last three. Is he in your lineups this week? Absolutely he is. I've got him at my QB 11, so I do like him this week. Um, One thing I do love about him is he's dodging the Chase Young return uh, because I came out today that he will not be coming back this week. Um, I do want to see Chase Young on the field, but for this Kirk Cousins matchup, I'm kind of glad he's not there. Um, Washington, since Heineke's been in there, it's, it's been clicking a little bit. They've won three straight. Um, I expect this game to be competitive, and if it's a competitive game, I expect Cousins to have a really good one. Okay, I'm in. I'm in on that one with you. And I think this Washington defense, people might see the number next to him and say, "Oh, they're they're a you know a negative matchup for a defense." But keep in mind the quarterbacks they faced in last month, guys: Sam Ellinger, Tannehill, Justin Fields. 2022 version of Aaron Rodgers. So it hasn't been great for Washington as of late. I think those numbers are a little bit bolstered. So I feel fine about uh, starting Kirk Cousins this week. Here we have a question from our guy Toronto or uh, Dave Fantasy on this one. Would you trade, he says Saturn for Dobbins and a first, but he says Saquon. He's not trading the planet, which is good to know, Dave. Um, I don't know what the value of Saturn would quite be. I mean, Saturn's got a lot of rings. So, I mean, it's been, yeah, that's true. Nailed it. All right. (laughs) Nate, how do you feel about this? Because there's, unless I'm like, I just don't, unless this is going to be the 101 next year, there's no way. And I'm rebuilding. There's no way I'm trading Saquon for Dobbins who can't stay on the field. And I don't know what that first is going to be either. Yeah. Um, No, no, (laughs) don't, don't do that. Joey, how are you feeling about it? 100%. I'm holding on to Saquon. Um, I'm not a huge JK Dobbins fan. Um, I'm not really a fan of any of the running backs in that Baltimore offense by Lamar Jackson's there because he's really the RB one on that team. Um, and then the first, like you said, we don't know where that's going to be at this point in the season. Uh, so I'm, I'm holding on to Saquon. Okay. Awesome. Good to hear that. And let's go back to another question from Gucci. Got lots of questions here for us today. We'd love to see it. Appreciate you tuning in, man. I hope you subscribe to the channel, come back and hang out with us again. He has a question about Brandon. Ayuk. who should he be trading Brandon Ayuk for? And right now, I think Brandon Ayuk is better than his value is indicating. He's a low-end wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two at this point. But he still only is carrying, like if you look at Dave Richards' trade chart, and that's kind of what I like to go off of for a lot of trades. I think Dave has, he does the best with mixing public opinion as well as his own analysis in it. So I look at that, and right now on that, Brandon Ayuk's about a 12. So you could upgrade if you wanted to try to package him with something, try to get a better wide receiver maybe. Um, but still, I, I think maybe I'd be trying to making a move at running back, package him with something else. I love Jamal Williams this week if you can get him. I think he's going to be an interesting player moving forward here. Um, Donta Foreman I think is going to be interesting. I wouldn't m- mind getting a package with Foreman back, Leonard Fournette, someone kind of in that range. Joey, how, how do you feel about branding Ayuk right now? Are you holding him or are you all right with trading him high? Um, you took the name from my brain it was, it was Leonard Fournette. Um, I, I think that there was this movement for Rashad white to come in and start taking some work away in Tampa Bay's backfield. And I was starting to get nervous on Fournette and I feel like that's stalling right now. I don't feel like the white is going to happen this year. So if you can get Fournette, I'd say 
grab him now because once Debo's back playing healthy and then with Christian McCaffrey there, the work for Ayuk I see going down a little bit. So sell high if you can. Um, let's go ahead and move forward to another question here from our guy, Chris. He's saying someone dropped Aaron Rodgers in his 12 team standard four point passing touchdown league. I snagged him. Should I start, uh, Aaron Rodgers or Marcus Mariota? And I'm not huge on starting Aaron Rodgers rest of season, but this is a matchup. If he's going to go, you got to put him in against the lions. I think I actually wrote in a column a couple weeks ago against the lions is the only time I really want to start him rest of the season. These cornerbacks can't really cover for the Lions. Jeff Okuda is good at times, but I am not afraid to fire up Aaron Rodgers as well as the other pass catchers from Green Bay, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, we kind of touched on Robert Tanyan as well earlier. So, Joey, are you are you throwing out Aaron Rodgers this week with confidence? Yeah, for nostalgia reasons, I was really glad to move Aaron Rodgers back into my top 12 quarterbacks for this week. It feels nice, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm rolling Rodgers out there. Mariota, I like that he has that rushing upside, um, that floor that gives him there. But it's this matchup against Detroit. It's it's so much fun. And what's great about this matchup with Detroit is that during through these games is that, yeah, Detroit's giving up a lot of points, but they're putting up points, too. So every game feels like a shootout. So it's just so I, I can't believe I'm saying I love watching Detroit Lions play football this year because every I, game feels like it's been exciting. I do. Oh. I want a piece of that action. Nate, you taking a piece of that action as well? Yep. You know it. All right. Well, let's. We're going to be banking a little bit on like some guys like Samari uh, Toure and uh, those types of rookies, but I, th I think you can still uh, still bank on it there. Last question here from Jim. I have four good running backs: Cook, Mixon, Etn, and Aaron Jones. My receivers are AJ Brown and T Higgins. I can only start three running backs, and I can get Devonte Adams for Aaron Jones and T. Uh, it's a little too much to give up. That's yeah. for me. Same. Same. Devonte Adams and he's on this Raiders offense. It, what is it? It should be good. Why isn't it good? Maybe it'll get good. Maybe it won't. But T Higgins for the next four to six weeks is a wide receiver one easily a wide receiver one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to be honest with you guys, I am trying to move Devonte Adams. If someone's willing to buy him right now, the matchups coming up for Devonte Adams, they are tough. They're really tough. As Tyson Campbell this week, who's been really kind of a shutdown corner at times for the Jaguars, he's ranked 11th in PFF grading. Stephon Gilmore next week, we know who he is. Patrick Sertain, number three corner according to PFF. They, then Tariq Woolen, who's been really good for the Seattle Seahawks. Chargers, you can get away with that one. Then Jalen Ramsey and Jack Jones, the number one and two cornerbacks according to PFF. I am worried that Devontae Adams is on a downward slide. I'm not trying to trade for him. I'm trying to trade Devontae Adams away here. I don't know if that's too strong of a take for you guys, but I'm trying to get out of him while he still has some value because I think it's just going to be downward from here. How do you feel, Joey? No, I 100% agree with you. De Devontae Adams is one of those players that will roll with name recognition. So if you can get yourself like a DeAndre Hopkins, um, honest, oh man, I don't know if I want to say you can get Jalen Waddle and like Brian Robinson for Adams, I would make that move. That's that's a little risky, I know, but man, Waddle, Waddle and Hill, uh, what's through eight games, have the most combined receiving yardage of any uh, wide receiver duo in NFL history. Like they're both playing great. Two was supporting them both, um, and honestly, I think Waddle could be as just as good, if not better, than Hill a few weeks out of the season. So, okay. So I'll, I'll quickly throw out the, uh, the, the one trade that I made, and it's also a little risky. And I didn't feel great about it, but I'm starting to come around to it. Okay. I have Justin Jefferson on this team. Devontae was my wide receiver too. 
So I traded away, and I have a lot of other good young wide receivers I can put in there. I traded away Devontae Adams, and I got back Mike Williams, who's going to be out a couple weeks, and I got back Jamal Williams. I was hurting at running back. My running backs this week were Brian Robinson and uh, the the Colts running back. So I, I was really struggling for a little little while there. Joey, I know you probably don't love that trade, but I, I, I think Jam- Jamal Williams is a lot better than we're, we're thinking. He is. Yeah, I don't hate it at all, to be honest. Like I, I, I was trying to be stone faced, so I would give like a my, like an unbiased reaction to it, and I don't hate it. The way you were pr- pushing it out there, I was like, oh man, what did he do? But this is not bad at all. Um, Jamal Williams, like, listen, even when Swift's back healthy, he he's a top ten running back right now, and he seems to be the Lions' uh, preferred option at the goal line. So I think having Williams on our team is great. And then when Mike Williams comes back, he's going to be great. So I, I like the trade for you. Um, you got two really great players off of someone that we just discussed talking to trade away for name recognition. So I like it. Awesome. Well, Joey, please tell us one more time how we can best support you throughout the remainder of the 2022 fantasy football season and beyond, please, my friend. Yeah, you can find me pretty much on every social media platform at the Joey Wright. Um, I do everything with Front Yard Fantasy. I'm exclusive to them. Uh, we have the morning show Monday through Friday. Um, I do office hours every Thursday, which is like a start sit show. We for an hour, Simon and I, and then we'll have one guest come on and we just answer start sit questions for an hour. Uh, and we have the game show on FanDuel. We have the Sunday night show on FanDuel. And then, uh, my favorite show of the week is pre-gaming with front yard fantasy on the better sports network. Um, every Sunday morning, 11 to one, I'm there with Simon and JL having a blast getting you ready for your Sunday games. So thank you so much for having me on guys. This is a blast. I haven't been on since I think your Christmas show last year. So this is great. Awesome. Well, we hope to have you back on the holiday stream Please. later this year as well, Joey. Guys, give a hand to Joey Wright. Please go over to uh, Front Yard Fantasy on YouTube as well. Subscribe to them. Joey, thanks so much for, for coming on, man. We'll see you soon. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Bye, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Awesome to see Joey today, Nate. We do have half a show left, or I guess, I guess we're about at, at a third of the show left. So let's go ahead and jump into it here with Short Things Sleepers of the Week. It's the short thing. Sleepers of the week. All right. Sure thing, sleepers of the week. And guys, to do this today, we're going to bring in a very special guest of the show. He is a Pantera loving legend of the fantasy football industry. You can find him on Sirius XM regularly. He is a fantasy football fanatic. He's a diehard. Some might call him a football diehard. Guys, give it up for Bob Harris. Hello. Bob. What's How's up, everyone Bob? doing? Not much. How's it going? Good, good. How's your Friday been, our friend? Oh, it's been unusual. Battling the interwebs and whatnot. Uh, so uh, sitting here uh, talking through my phone's a hotspot, and hopefully everything will hold up well. Hey, you're coming across great, <clears> man. We, we appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me, as always. Absolutely. What's been going on over there uh, at Diehards? Mm-hmm. I've seen you on the radio quite a bit here this season. You guys are staying busy over there. Yeah, never any uh, shortage of good times. Have the uh, radio show four or five days a week. Five days a week, I guess. I got to count the days in my head. Uh, and then uh, you can catch me on the Football Diehards YouTube channel a couple days a week doing live streams, just answering questions and and having a good old time. So uh, check me out there and check out footballdiehards.com. There's all kinds of stuff there. It's a website. I work there. <laughs> awesome bob well we appreciate it man uh nate how are you feeling coming into short things sleepers of the week you hit last week 
And we don't want to put any pressure on Bob, but our guests mm. have never hit this season. You almost hit earlier this season. Your Zach Wilson was just outside of the criteria. Nate, do you think Bob can get it done this week? I think so. I don't know if I can, but I think Bob can do it. It's possible. No guarantee. Anything's possible. We got a little bit of a curse going on right now. Last two weeks, week uh, week seven, we had someone say Michael Gallup. He put up a donut. Uh, I think it was Andrew Erickson who, who said him. And then last week we had Brian on here, and he uh, he said – who was it, Nate? It was George, George Pickens. Dorsett. No, George was Pickens. It, Pickens? it was, it was Pickens, Pickens, who also had a donut. So back-to-back donuts here, Bob. We are looking for double-digit fantasy points from receiver, tight end, running back, or a top 15 quarterback play. Who do you have for us, Mr. Bob Harris? I only get one of those. Like, I don't yeah. get multiple swings at this, multiple bites at the apple. Man, uh, boy, I wanted to go, I and I still might. Um, I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and, and does, does he count? I mean, was he yes. already top 15? All right, I'm going to go Trevor I, Lawrence. Love this I'll matchup. Trevor Lawrence. Love the matchup. Uh, they're allowing tons of, uh, you know, quarterback points to lousy quarterbacks. Or not lousy, but but less than re- reputable quarterbacks. Let me be kind and say it like that. I think they've gave up Andy Dalton, uh, 50 combined fantasy points to Andy Dalton and Kirk Cousins. Uh, so, you know, pretty reasonable there. Uh, or no, it was, uh, what was the points? Uh, most fantasy points per rushing attempts to quarterbacks. They gave Davis Mills, got 22 points in week seven, Andy Dalton, 19 yep. points in week eight. Uh, so I think this is a good spot for Trevor Lawrence, who like hasn't been horrible. It was horrible against Denver, right? And he had the interceptions, and I get it was bad. But I also like Evan Ingram a lot in this game, Travis Etienne a lot in this game. Ingram would be on my list of uh, potential sleepers based on the matchup as well. Uh, but I'll go with the tip of the spear and say Lawrence and you know look for a multiple uh, touchdown finish for him, possibly even three of those things that we like mm-hmm. to call touchdowns. Okay. Okay, I like that, Bob. Um, how are you feeling? Do you have any other positional players that that I know you kind of had a list coming in here? So do you have any others that you're feeling good about? Because I agree, I'm definitely with you on T Law this week. And Nate, I think you can vouch for it as well. Yep. The Raiders, it's almost been every single matchup they've allowed a QB one, and it, and it's been to, to players like Davis Mills, Andy Dalton that are going out there and slinging. So really like that one for you, Bob. Yeah, and I mean Lawrence has what four top twelve finishes this so far this season. He, he's he's it was mostly earlier this season. He seems to have gone off the rails a little bit. I think this game will get him right. Look, I like Deion Jackson as well. Now that Jonathan Taylor's ruled out, you can't not like him. I don't even know if he's a sleeper once Taylor's out. If we're going to go that far, and the same with some other targets of opportunity, I think you know are mostly the things we're after this point of the year. So Devin Duvernay comes into play. Maybe even Demarcus Robinson. You know, not a high ceiling guy, but a lot, a, 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 has at least a decent floor. Uh, and you know, Isaiah likely goes in that category as well. Uh, and Josh Palmer for sure. Oh yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I love those Baltimore wide receivers right now, man. Devin Duvernay, like they need to give the kid the ball more. He is right now, he's second in fantasy points per target, Bob. It's been incredible what he's been doing, but he only gets uh, about five touches a game and he's electric every time he gets the ball in his hand. It feels like, you know, the Ravens offense kind of has turned into what we expected to be, right? When there it's Mark Andrews and uh, then everybody else catches, catch can, except for that wide receiver one is going to have a pretty significant role. We thought it'd be Rashad Bateman right now. It's going to be Devin Duvernay. So I think this is a, this And look, it might be even more, uh, you know, he'll be the one B to Isaiah likely's one a, if there is no uh, Mark Andrews this week as well. So uh, we'll get to let that sort out till Monday, but I think Duvernay now just going forward is someone you can invest in like Josh Palmer. I'm fine with them right now, but at some point we're going to have Mike Williams and Keenan out. Well, maybe not Keenan Allen. I don't know. 
maybe never Keenan Allen, but yeah. at some point those, you know, the, the primary components will be back. We know that's not going to be the case with Rashad Bateman. Certainly. Nate, you're on a hot streak right now, my friend. You hit you hit one last week with uh, Mike Asiki. Who do you have for us this week? H- how deep you going this week? Because I know you vary in depth depth here, my friend. This one isn't super deep. I I like Nicole Hardman against Tennessee this week uh, for two reasons. One, they're allowing the fourth, I think it's fourth or fifth most fantasy points wide receivers, thirty two point six per game in PPR. And they have a really good run defense on the other side of things. So Kansas City has no real identity. Like Pacheco's the starter, but we're not seeing a ton of volume from him. We don't know from week to week who's going to be the guy, but I think we can trust that all three of these wide receivers are going to eat this week. And I think Hardman's the guy who's going to have like that 20-point game, and he might get a rushing touchdown. Are are you concerned at all about the addition of Kadarius Toney, and it kind of just makes this a little more crowded of a wide receiver core than it already was? I don't think so. I think this, I just think they're going to throw the ball an absolute ton this week. There are other words I wanted to throw in there almost. I, I, I knew I can help you with those words. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're some of my best words. I, so I think, you know, the, the thing that would concern me on that, you know, just to jump in is, you know, if you're going to use Tony, it would be on jet sweeps or something really simple where, you know, you know, just kind of, uh, I'm sure they're going to have a package of plays for him. And that seems wise, but I agree, you know, in general, I mean, Hardman has kind of been that guy. And up to this point, it's been a three-man race at wide receiver, and he's one of those three. I yeah, I, I'm with you, Bob. Nate, I, I think you must just have bigger balls than me or something, because I just can never, I can <laughs> just, never just, go out there and just older. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'll round us out here with uh, with my pick here uh, for my short thing sleeper of the week, week nine, and it's gonna be Garrett Wilson versus the Bills. This isn't a super deep play, but we have no Tre'Davious White back yet. Jordan Poyer has been rolled out of this one already. And I just don't really love the cornerbacks right now for the bills. Jackson Johnson, Elam's been okay at times, but I do worry a little bit that they they could get exposed by the jets here later in the game. If they're trailing Um, right now, they're allowing the 10th most fancy points per game over the last month. So recently they haven't been super hot. And when you look at the the wide receivers they've played, it's been Juju. It's been Romeo Dobbs um, wide receivers that I, I normally am not too afraid of, but they've been good against them. Right now, they're allowing 15.3 yards per catch as well over the last month, which I think is interesting and plays into Wilson's big playability yards after the catch. No Brees Hall, no Corey Davis. Elijah Moore is not a factor here. I think Garrett Wilson is going to be the focal point of this Jets offense moving forward. And I think it starts here um, once again in uh, in New York this week against Buffalo. Bob, how do you feel about old Garrett Wilson this week? Uh, well, I'm nobody's mom, so I'm not really rooting for Zach Wilson. But uh, I think <laughs> I, I think uh, I, this is all, you know, exactly. It's kind of like like he threw for a ton of, you know, a, there was a ton of yards. And, you know, so I I mean, I'm OK with that. I, I worry about the turnovers and stuff with Zach Wilson. But if he's going to be throwing for 300 yards in a game, I hadn't seen a lot of signs of that. He'd been doing the tiny little passes called handoffs. And now that Brees Hall's gone, he's doing slightly mm-hmm. fewer of those or throwing the longer ball. So I'm I'm with you there. I think Garrett Wilson's a fine play. Okay. All right. You you have a soft spot for those Jets, Jets, Bob. Every time you come in here, I feel like you're uh, you're showing a little Jets love. Uh, it's, it's, it depends on the player. I mean, like Elijah Moore, he gets nothing from me. <laughs> I, I, Tyler I Conklin, though. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Ooh. Yes, sir. Well, Bob, we appreciate you coming on today, man. Bringing in the energy, bringing in some sleepers of the week. How can we uh, best support you throughout the remainder of the 2022 season and beyond? You can holler. Say hi. 
at football die hard on the uh on twitter and uh the instagrams and all those places the kids go and uh and uh you can listen to me on the radio and uh it's series xm fantasy sports radio monday thursday friday saturday sunday it's hard to miss me there we go well bob we appreciate you so much for joining us nate thank you for being back here with me as always the best way to support nate and i and everyone here at ibt is subscribe to the channel like this video uh bob thanks again we will see you guys all on tuesday good luck here in week nine until then guys keep it in between your destination for both some feel good lifestyle advice and some fancy football advice 